0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen wa salatu wa salam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mufsaleen Muhammad wa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam tasliman kathira kathira From Abadu My brothers and sisters, one piece of sad news he is our good friend and brother Gary Mudiman passed away last night in the in the ICU and uh, I believe his wife, his ex-wife and one son who lives nearby in Becket, They were with him and uh, he had evidently given instructions for non-resuscitation non-res- So they did not resuscitate and last night he died <coughs> Brother Rastigir and I went there today to see him we didn't, we didn't know all this so we went there to see him, went to the ICU And I called in and the nurse put me on hold for a very long time so i said what happened how come they're not opening the door and then the chief the head nurse came out and she Mm -hmm. said the secretary came to me and said they're asking for gary what should i say so she said no i will go and tell them so she came and explained to us that this happened we asked allah for his mercy because the last time i met him the last time i met him he was completely serrated in the icu so I'm talking about the last time I met him when he was coherent. He had asked for a copy of the Quran, so I had asked Dr. Saad to take it, Dr. Saad gave it to him. He had the copy of the Quran with him, he was reading it. And um, he said to me, Islam is here. He put his hand on his chest. He said, for me, Islam is here, but not here. He said, my head is full of the medicines they are giving me. Because he was in he was in very bad pain, so they they had him all kinds of painkillers and stuff. So he said to me, I'm going to come back and then I and you he said, I will come and sit with you every day to learn. So Allah, we ask Allah that Allah had given him hidayah before he died. So therefore we I feel therefore justified in making dua for him. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala forgive him. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala uh, reward him for the service that he did to this masjid and to the maktab and to all the people. He was a, our security man for I don't know over ten years. How many years? You guys know better. Huh? Quite a while, yeah, long way. And uh, we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to have mercy on him and to forgive him. And Allah knows best. Who has iman, who doesn't have iman? We cannot uh, we cannot legislate or just you know so, uh, declare on somebody we have. My purpose of, uh, of course, one is to inform all of you. Second thing is, this again brings home over and over and over again, the one reality of life, and that is death. There is nothing at all in, in life, absolutely nothing, which is certain, except this one thing. The only certain thing, when a child is born, We don't know whether this child will be good or evil. We don't know if this child will be healthy or sick. We don't know if this child will be strong or weak or wealthy or or poor or anything. We don't know anything. We hope for the best. We pray for the best. But we do not know. But one thing we know absolutely without a doubt is that one day this child will die. We don't know what age. Some go early. Some go late. Gary was 73 or 74. That's not too far from my age. And uh, I know people who have died who are much younger than I Than I am. I know people, who, my own classmates, people I literally went to school with for, you know, I knew them for 50-plus years. One of my very, very good and dear friends, Dr. Said Zafar, my classmate, he sat next to me in the class for, you know, right through school. Alhamdulillah, he went in a, in a very good way. He, he prayed uh, Tahajjud, he prayed Saad fajr and sitting on the musalla, he had a massive heart attack. He was taken to hospital and then he never came back home. So, alhamdulillah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes who he wants in a way he wants. And that's why we have to. So, therefore, we remind ourselves. And we remind ourselves also of the helplessness of everyone else. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. <laughs> Allah said, "When the breath is stuck in the throat, quite literally, end of time scenes. I don't know how many of you have seen that. I have seen that in a couple of cases. Actual end of end of time when somebody is struggling for breath, and you literally. I mean, depending on what the who the person is, you might be you might be among those who will gladly exchange your life for their life. Huh? But does it happen?" does not happen who has been written only that one will go you can say ya Allah take me instead no take me what so Allah said when the breath is stuck in the throat and you are standing there and you cannot do anything you are looking nothing you can do nothing and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says we are closest to them and you do not see us I remind myself and you that at the end of the day the only thing that goes with us is our deeds, is our actions. And those actions depend on two things whether they are acceptable to Allah or not. One is the niyyah with which it is done and second is the method which must be according to the sunnah of Muhammadur Rasulullah These two things are independent and these two things one does not cancel out the other. A good niyyah does not is not substitute for a action which is done against the sunnah or away for, or out of the sunnah. Right. All bidaat for example are done with the best niyyah. People are trying to please Allah. But they are they're committing haram. They are committing shirk. Shirk is done with the best niyyah. The person committing shirk. Why are they doing that? They think they are pleasing Allah. We want to get close to Allah. So Niya alone is not sufficient. Niya is important, not sufficient. Similarly, the action being according to the Sharia and Sunnah alone is not enough. Niya is required. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Araita Ladi Ukadhi Bubiddin, Fadali Kaladi Yaduy a team, walaya huddu aala, taamil miskin, favailulil musalleen. Allah dinahuan salatim saw. Fawil Why the, the man is a musali, the, the woman is a musalli. Why? Because the niyah of that salah is wrong. They delay the salah. They're praying to show people. Actions with the right niyyah and the right method. This is critical, and that's the only thing which will go with us. Nothing else. Everything else remains whether it was more or less makes no difference. the palaces of pharaoh stayed behind right anybody and again also remember it does not matter where you are where you die how you die you no know? all of those things are a bonus provided we die on the right akida with the right amal <laughs> abu Bakr siddiq Radhala, the best We say in the khutbah, right? The best of the human beings. Except for the Ambiya. Died in his bed on a Monday. He did not die in Ramadan. He did not die on a Friday. He didn't die in sujood. He didn't die while fasting. He didn't die shaheed. No, in his bed. Khalid bin Walid he was dying. And a friend came to see him. And Khalid Walid well, said, look at me. He said, have pity on me. You know, look at me. He said, there, Allah knows. He said, there is not a battle in which I did not seek shahada. He said, there is no part of my body from the top of my head to the bottom of my foot, which does not bear a wound of a sword or a spear or an arrow. But I am dying in my bed like a camel. And his friend gave him some very beautiful words. And that is why it's a good thing to have good friends who are connected to Allah. His friend said to him, do not grieve. He said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, will give you jannah. He said, you could not have died in battle because the day Rasulullah gave you the title Saifullah, that sealed your fate. He said, you could nobody could kill you because how can the sword of Allah die? Or in battle. How can the sword of Allah break so? Rasulullah ﷺ himself. Who is better than the Nabi ﷺ? He died on a Monday. Around maybe 11 o'clock or something like this. He died with his head in the lap of his beloved wife. Our mother Aisha Siddiq. He did not die in Ramadan. He did not die in Sujood. He did did not die in Shaheed. None of those things. But the door of Jannah will not open until Muhammad wa is standing in front of him. All the eight doors of paradise will welcome Abu Bakr as Siddiq Hey, It's not all this symbolism. All this is good. Alhamdulillah. We ask Allah for all of this. We ask Allah, Allah, give us death in Ramadan. Give us death in Sujood. Give us death in a state of fasting. When we are in Hajj, when we are in, Umar, we are in Arafat, in front of the Kaaba. Alhamdulillah. All of this is good. MashaAllah, no problem. But remember also, that Ubay bin Salul, for whom Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala revealed Quran and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala said, Allah will not forgive them even if you ask forgiveness seventy times. The ayat of Surah he was buried in the thobe of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi That is kafan. What is the, what has more barakah than the cloth that touched the body of Muhammad Sallallahu his Salatul Janaza was led by Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu you No. Know, with Allah, there is no relationship, there is no hasab nasab, there is no whose son, whose daughter. It makes no difference. For Allah, it is Allah and Abdullah. The Rabb and the Abd. That is the reason why it is very important for us to correct our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We starts with istighfar and tawbah. We ask, we make tawah to Allah, we make istighfar to Allah, we say Allah please forgive us. Please forgive us because this pleases you. We ask Allah to forgive us, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to put us and keep us on the straight path which He asked us to make dua for. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast there until we meet Him. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that meeting the best meeting of our lives. وَسَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَىٰ نَبِي الْكَرِيمُ وَعَلَىٰ لِهِ